What's up, brother? And welcome to the Becoming Kings podcast. I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and men's lifestyle fulfillment coach. I've dedicated my life to helping men who feel like they're just not living up to their full potential to level up and become the king of their kingdoms. So whether you've been feeling stuck or numb or extremely angry with not living up to your greatest potential in any area of your life, then I'll be in your ears every week dropping some truly transformative episodes to help you become a man that you're proud to be. I'm glad you're here. Let's get to it. What's going on? It's your boy, Johnny King, hanging out here in Denver, Colorado, next to my my main man, my pup, my wolf, little... uh, German Shepherd Husky mix. He just turned one one years old not too long ago. Crazy to think, uh, but life is good, man. Hope you're doing well. I was watching a YouTube video just the other day, um, and Jim Carrey is a fascinating, fascinating guy. I saw something in the news recently that said he was more or less giving up acting unless he received like the holy grail of screenplays. He's 60 years old. Uh, you know, he has everything he could ever want. Uh, but this this video on YouTube was kind of showing him, you know, now versus him before. And if you don't know his story, he wrote himself a $10 million check for acting services rendered. Um, and he said that he would cash it within five years. And that was when he was like penniless. And uh, sure as shit, he ultimately, within those five years, got a bunch of gigs. And I think he got paid $10 million for the mask back in like mid-2000s maybe. I forget exactly when that came out. But uh, yeah, fascinating. Some of the things he said uh, in the video really resonated with me. A couple of different quotes. The first one is, he said that you can fail at what you don't love. So you might as well do what you love. There's really no choice to be made. And again, the older I get, the more truth that really rings in my ears. It's like, man, just because you love something, just because you're passionate about something, doesn't mean that you're impervious to failure or on the other side of the coin just because you're doing something that you don't love um, because the the idea of failing at something that you love might cut way deeper than uh, than just kind of allowing the passage of time without fully committing yourself right so like shit we only have one life to live we only have so much time, which we none of us really know when our time will come. But why don't you spend the time doing the things you love or loving the way that you can love, right? I think for, for me personally, even in relationships, that's probably the reason why, uh, you know, I'm still working, still looking to, uh, to find that amazing relationship. And I certainly have met plenty of amazing women over the years Um, but I want to be totally sure. Well, you cannot be totally sure, right? 
so I have to catch myself there. I want to be as as uh, confident as I possibly can be that whoever I end up being with uh, is someone that I have the capacity to love with my full heart. And that's no different than where I live and what I do and how I spend my time on a day-to-day basis. Like I want to be able to do the things that I want to do and be able to experience the full capacity of my heart. And that's a big part of what this podcast is about. Becoming Kings is like creating your life and not only creating your life, but doing the work, the deep introspective work to to erase, to eradicate, to heal the the bottlenecks or the limiting beliefs or the blocks that keep you protected and keep you from feeling the fullness of life, right? So it's awfully difficult to pursue uh, the things that you truly love if if your heart is stunted, right? If you have those walls up in front of your heart. Another quote that I took from this YouTube video that Jim Carrey mentioned, uh, and this YouTube video is called How to Manifest What You Want. I've heard this before, but it still is, uh, it resonates a shit ton. He says, so many of us choose our path out of fear disguised as practicality. You know, and I've, I've talked to people, I've, I've been on the receiving end of like, you know, putting out posts and then having people saying like, oh, well, not everyone has the, the, the freedom or the liberty to, to just follow their passions and their dreams. Like some of us actually have to make money and pay the bills. I'm like, honey, <laughs> brother, uh, I forget who actually, you know, said things like that, but, uh, you know, we all have a choice. We all have a choice. Uh, especially if you live in the United States, to do whatever you really want to do to create the life that you want to create, to live as full or as sedated as you'd like. So I know, I know when I was married, a lot of times I was coming from a place of practicality in my uh, defense stories or excuses, right? When I was having these conversations uh, with the missus and, and a lot of it was like, I'm sorry, like not all of us get to, you know, gallivant around and, and chase our wildest dreams and pursue our passions. Um, when in truth, The truth was that I was just scared. The truth was that I was scared. The truth was that I didn't know what I ultimately wanted. The truth was I I didn't even have a real inkling as to what my passions were because I had fallen in line with just, you know, the the programming, the the idea of just getting a good job, uh, making, you know, money to pay the bills, to have the things... I just was ingrained, right? I was falling in line. 
So it really was personally for me, my, my divorce that really woke me up to, oh, you know what? I don't have to accept this life. So there's a part of me that was like, God bless her. Like she chose out because she was not willing to choose that life for one reason or another. And I realized I could do the same. And quite frankly, to be totally honest, I had already decided that before the divorce happened because I had made the decision the weekend before when I was at my second Tony Robbins event that I was going to quit my job. That I didn't know what I was going to do, but that I was going to quit my job because it was kind of sucking the, the life energy from me. I was so unhappy and uh, just turned off from life that I, I knew I needed to pursue something that was more aligned with my heart. And I knew that was also going to have a benefit of improving my marriage. Well, too little too late on that regard. However, I had then another decision to make after she had decided she was uh, moving on. Was I going to go back to that life of practicality and fear? Or was I going to move towards, you know, a vision of something greater? Now, obviously, I chose the the, the path less traveled, so to speak. <laughs> I chose the, the path, uh, not so much of practicality. Um, but I think it's, it's good to note that my fear wasn't alleviated by any stretch of the imagination. If anything, it got worse. Fears of, of no longer being, you know, employed, no longer, you know, getting a steady paycheck, uh, feel of failure, uh, fear of being alone, fear of so many different fears, right? But going back to Jim Carrey's quote, so many of us choose our path out of fear disguised as practicality. I at least gave up the disguise of practicality. And I instead put myself out there, which I'm in a bunch of different coaching programs right now. I just came off of a a men's retreat weekend. Um, Shit's scary to step out of of the... uh, kind of of the status quo, I'll say that much. But I will tell you, it's never been scarier or harder to take that first step, to put in my resignation, to quit my job, to not know what I was doing. Fast forward now, 12 years later, to the point where I have, you know, this coaching business, I have uh, my meetings of men, this podcast, I've written a book, I have online programs. I have an online community. Cool. Another business I have is all of my real estate, my Airbnb, my short-term rentals. I literally closed two days ago on another business, on, an, on a uh, kind of a, a blue-collar, non-sexy HVAC business. So, again, I don't say that to like, oh, look at me. I'm just saying like, you have to be willing to take that step out of your comfort zone. You have to be willing to step off of the path of fear disguised as practicality and fucking grow a pair and go for the dreams that you ultimately want. Go for the things that you ultimately love, right? 
Because we can fail at things that we love, but we can also fail at things that we don't love. So you might as well go for the things that we fucking love, right? And why do I have all of these businesses? Well, I love the coaching space. I love supporting men. I love uh, the accountability, let's be honest, that holds me, like me being, me, me knowing that I have to be a man that's in integrity with my word, with the things that I say. If I say I'm going to fucking do something, I'm going to do it, right? And if something comes up that, that is going to prevent me from doing it, then I, I'm honest about it. I take responsibility I renegotiate those things. I change my my scope, right? But I love the idea of creating a life where uh, not only that I have the things that I ultimately want, but I get to feel, like I said, my true heart's capacity to to love and to give and to to feel all of the spectrum of emotions versus the apathetic kind of like uh, emotionally flatlined version of me that was married, you know, and unhappy. Not so much in the, in the marriage, I just wasn't happy with myself. And I met a lot of guys this past weekend who they love their spouses. They just don't love themselves. They don't love the version of themselves that they have... Uh, allowed allowed themselves to tolerate right because we get what we're willing to tolerate in life and if you're willing to tolerate you know subpar physical health subpar uh sex relational health right subpar uh not getting paid what you're worth not getting as much vacation or time spent with your spouse your significant other your kids even if you're single like me with no kids, like, do you get time to get outside and hike or bike or get to the gym and lift? Do you get to go to concerts? Do you get to, like, what is it for you that ultimately results in a lifestyle, a day-to-day that you're excited for, right? I personally want to have, you know, they say the the average millionaire has seven streams of income, okay? I want to keep growing my streams of income. Right now, I've got five, (laughs) okay? Probably three of those five don't really make a whole lot, okay? Um, But I'm always looking for ways to to leverage, right? Because again, if you're trading your personal hours for value. We only have so many hours in the day, right? So what is it for you that you love? What are the things that you want to invest in? And in what area of your life do you need to step off of the path of that fear that you disguise as like practicality, like, oh, I got to do this just so I can pay the bills. And, you know, I get that. But then you need to make some moves, man. Get out of the huge house with the huge mortgage. Let go of those cars that have the, uh, you know, the multiple car payments. Like, get out from underneath the debt. It might take six years. Uh, six years. Fuck. It might take six months. God, I hope it doesn't take six years. It could take eighteen months. But if you have a vision of a life where you have time freedom, which I think is the ultimate like <laughs> new American dream. 
for anyone on the planet. It's like time and location freedom to do what you want to do when you want to do it. Like that's the fucking American dream in my opinion. I've bounced around a lot on this podcast, but I think it uh, goes to, to say and to serve you in the sense of like, you know what? As I've said before, you've got to be willing to raise your standards. You've got to be willing to be humble enough to, to call yourself out on your own bullshit. And I think that's what started to happen, you know, six months before my divorce. I went to my first Tony Robbins event, and he has a way of really connecting you with truth and stop bullshitting, you know? I was saying like, oh, I have to work this job and I have to do this because someone has to make money while I was sacrificing being happy, being fulfilled. And that's why I literally am doing what I'm doing and creating this podcast on a consistent basis and leading the community that I lead and have written the book that I've written, which is all about becoming kings. So it's all about you and I, individually but also collectively, pursuing whatever it is that makes us feel like a king. And for me, it's feeling happy, feeling like I'm not uh, a walking wound. <laughs> so I want to heal all those insecurities and, and all those things. I want to be able to uh, have very few fucks to give so that I can be just congruent and in every aspect of my life. And when you listen to me on the podcast or you read my book or you meet me at a meeting or we grab coffee or we go for an adventure up the mountains, like it's all the same Johnny King. And I believe that's actually true. I mean, you might get to see a serious side of me, a vulnerable side of me, a total immature or, you know, spicy side of me, <laughs> a very sarcastic side of me. Uh, the inner child side of me, we all have those sides, right? But how, how often do you actually let those things out? Because like I said, this past weekend with uh, all these men that I experienced with, with Austin, a lot of them hadn't really been in touch with their inner child, with their younger self, with their little guy that just loves to have fun and is carefree and doesn't feel the weight of the world on their shoulders, So you can fail at what you don't love. So you might as well do what you love. There's really no choice to be made. And so many of us choose our path out of fear disguised as practicality. There's a lot of fucking truth and uh, wisdom in those two quotes from Jim Carrey. If you don't know much about him, I would highly recommend just, just YouTube him. Check out some of his videos, some of the things he's, he talks about. Things that he talks about, Denzel Washington is brilliant. Um, Russell Brand is, uh, is great. There's so many good guys out there that are just, they've got a lot of wisdom for their years. And uh, you can learn, learn a lot and avoid a lot of pain and suffering by uh, taking some of their advice. So I hope this... This podcast has offered you some of that as well. And uh, as always, I'd love to hear from you. So hit me up on Instagram or, or shoot me an email. And I'm looking forward to catching up with you on the next episode of the Becoming Kings podcast. Have a great day. 
That's it for this one, and I want to thank you for listening. Hey, if you got some good ideas from this episode and you want more, please feel free to subscribe to the podcast. And if you think others may benefit from it also, share it on social media and tag me in your post so I can say hey. It would also mean a lot to me if you felt inclined to write a review of the show on Apple Podcasts since I read every single one of them. And if you've got any questions or topics that you'd like to recommend or really just anything that you think I could improve upon, man, I thrive on constructive feedback. So hit me up with an email at podcast at johnnyking.com. Oh, and feel free to also subscribe to my YouTube channel, connect with me on LinkedIn, and follow me on Instagram at Johnny King and on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Johnny King Men's Coach. Thanks again for joining me. I'll catch you next time.